This is Dental All-Stars, where we bring you the best in dentistry on marketing, management, and training. Here's your host, Alex Nottingham. Welcome to Dental All-Stars. We got Dr. Uchi Odiatu, and he is an author of The Miracle of Health. He is an NSCA certified personal trainer, professional member of the American College of Sports Medicine. He's giving 600 lectures and counting in seven countries since 2015 on all aspects of integrating wellness and nutrition into the chairside conversation. He's also a great dentist. And you're in uh, Canada, right? Yeah, I'm in Toronto. So it's, you know, it's, it's actually, believe it or not, it's the fourth largest city in North America is, is Mexico City. There is New York, LA, then Toronto. So like, I love Toronto. That, that's I, wild. Like, it's, I, it's I, I would be in Toronto in a split second. It's just too cold. For, for my uh, bald head, you can see. So I'm built for Florida. I can dissipate heat. It's a, ah. a, a great thing. You know, I heard that a buddy of mine gave me the expression. There was, only, there was, uh, there was a, a God created five people with beautiful heads, perfect heads. The rest he gave hair. You know, I, I heard that recently. That was adorable. So yes. great to have you, Dr. Uchi, on the program. We did a prior podcast on the human biome and we had some great uh, tangents. It was a lot of fun on there. And we'll, we'll put a link to that podcast in the show notes. And we're talking about today, the four reasons to integrate wellness into your practice. So tell me about your wellness journey and what you're, what's this up to and how do we get towards this for these four steps or four reasons? Well, well, thanks, Alex. I appreciate the generous introduction. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of the dental industry. I, I love dentists and hygienists and the whole team and their desire to be the best. It's amazing at conferences, some conferences you'll stop in from other industries and people are ho-humming their way around and they have to go. Dental conferences, people are on fire, running into the exhibit hall and lining up for, for programs. So I, I've have, I've had that same journey. I, I don't tire of CE. You know, I've been working out since I was 14. I've walked on fire at a, at a Robbins event back in the 90s. I've meditated with Deepak Chopra in, in Tampa back in the year 2000. So I, I take lots of dental CE and non-dental CE. So um, my take on it is um, I can only talk wellness if I look the part. I always say, if like if I look like Elvis and smell like a, a drive-through, people wouldn't take my advice very clearly. But, you know, I have a flat belly. You can see some squares. You know, I have a vein in my bicep. You know, it's there. So even in my figs, you know, you can still see, you know, the little bit of the bicep vein just popping out of the sleeve. And I, I don't say this to impress you because it still impresses me. I didn't know at this Aww. point I still have a bicep vein, you know. But I think if dentists and hygienists and the whole team, if, if you look the part, as you speak, it expels wellness from your body. And just like when a dentist has nice teeth and you got your natural teeth or you whiten them or you got veneers done, people, patients say, I want teeth like yours. I want your energy. How come when I come in, you have that same? And I'll say, hey, I'll share, I'll share my latest book. The latest book I've read on nutrition is um, Food for Life by Tim Spector out of England. And people go, oh my God, Dr. Atchie, I'm going to buy that right now on Audible. So um, I love being that guy. I am, I'm a 24-hour day um, espousing wellness machine. You know, I, I have hills and valleys, <laughs> but if you woke me up at three o'clock in the morning and said, Ooch, tell me the most important vegetable, I would let you know what my feelings were. So um, Your energy is off the chart. It's interesting. There's a, there's a book that I, I love, and I'm doing a little bit of a, a series on it. I, I, I did a lecture on it at our last summit. It's called The Power of Full Engagement. Written by sports psychologists that say that it's not it's not the time that is more time is what 
is the key to to peak performance. It's more energy. Mm-hmm. And you get more energy from mastering the physical do- domain, much of what you talk about, what you do with mm-hmm. your microbiome, what you do with your body, mental, emotional, mm-hmm. and purpose or spiritual. And it was interesting, even as I as I talk about this and listening to your energy in our last podcast, you talked about how you can get happy just thinking about your family in a picture. Mm-hmm. And that is mental rehearsal, right? You're mm-hmm. doing, you're training your brain and this is what mm-hmm. elite athletes do. And mm-hmm. you you know the signs. When they are at peak on visualization, the same neurons fire, the same body parts fire that if you're actually doing it. Right. So it, it as you talk about, it's really we're looking for more energy. And you are full of energy because you have invested in those energy silos. And mm-hmm. that's what I think dentists really uh, all people are looking for is how do I have more energy, more life energy. It's definitely the currency. I think energy will get you through COVID. Energy will get you through a recession. Energy will get you through a family upheaval. You have more energy. It's like having a your ATM when you the ATM pops out what you have left and it says you know thirty two thousand or ten thousand. It's that's you have reserve in your emotional tank sure. and physical tank is is the number one. You know they talk about Abraham Maslow. Absolutely yes. Hierarchy. If you're hungry, tired, dehydrated. Nothing else goes on. You don't feel altruistic when you're when you're hanging. Yeah, and and they said that like with athletes, a a what is it? A physically exhausted athlete is a coward athlete. Yeah, they will not perform well, and yeah. you, it, they're all interrelated. If your if your energy if your physical energy is sapped, you're not going to perform well in any area. And, and patients can tell. They oh, you walk yeah. into the operatory, you scratch your head, and in body language, scratching your head means tension relieving. So if I am a doctor with all these years experience, why am I doing tension relieving activities? You know, why am I straightening out myself as tension relieving? I should be feet slightly parted, open expression, hands open. That's energy. I don't care what kind of day it is. I shouldn't be coming apologizing and clearing my throat. So patients are getting that subliminal message at the first look. As you know, they talk about 30 seconds, that first impression. You got to come in looking like, you were born to do a crown prep. You were born to do an exam. You were born to, to take care of someone's abscess. So um, that energy is, is currency. And people just think, ooch, uh, every time I come in, they go, I've been seeing you for 18 years. What the heck are you drinking? I said, green tea, dark coffee. I said, um, doing a little bit of fasting today, giving that a try. But um, people love <laughs> energy. It's like, I think the people that we like to spend the most time with it's are true. high energy people. They're high energy people. You're the clients that you, you like to spend the most time with and coach. Oh, of course. Energy. The ones that are like, you know, taking, which is fine. We, we can't all be, my mom always said, she's passed away now, but my mom, you, not everyone can be that high, but we definitely like high energy people more. Like who wouldn't well, want to hang out well, with Jim Carrey? I, there are some people that don't like high energy. My mother, I wouldn't pick up my mother, but she's like, I can't handle that positivity. It's too much for me. But it, it but in the most part, it, look, what, what, what I'm hearing too, and this is very interesting because we think, there are actually three things that I think about here, right? So as dentists, they think, okay, I go to dental school, I, I, I put in my hours, I do my clinical CE, I'll be a successful dentist in person. The next step that they think about, they often probably next on their agenda is, gosh, I got to improve on business skills. So that's where they'll look for, let's say, like what we do, also Dental Academy. Yeah. And you know, all, when you look on the surface, they say, okay, we're doing business skills, phone training, case acceptance, all that. But one thing that we 
we do pride ourselves on and put a lot of uh, effort in as well, especially when they get to know us more, is you realize that the they're low on energy and and not just energy, but the, what you're talking about, mindfulness, eating habits, getting healthy, and you need all of that to be successful. Obviously, you need the business skills, you need the dentistry skills, but if you're burnt out, we're seeing that. My president yeah. of coaching, his wife is an expert on burnout. And you can just see, she even says that when you start hearing the, the size, that's a telltale sign you're getting there. And I see so many dentists that are knocking on that door of burnout. And so mm-hmm. it, it is a critical for those that are listening that you are listening to Uchi and others that are these experts and you are making it a priority, your, your physical health, your mental health, uh, very important. Uh, you hit it nail on the head. I think um, it's the last thing we look at. You, you wait until you're burnt out, thing. have insomnia, or you have sciatica or Crohn's or yeah. whatever condition. Then you think, oh, I'm going to I'm going to get back to health. Well, you can have those diseases as early as 30. Like, and these dentists now who want to have two offices, eight offices, ten offices, the limiting factor is their ability to handle loose ends and their energy. Or they sure. put all their energy into their their ten offices, and their family gets fumes at the end of the day, or their friendships get big fumes. You know. I have eight offices. You put your phone on your romantic. You're going out for a date if that if that's where you are. You put your, you know, it's like, oh, I got 10 offices. I got, um, you know, 200 staff. As if you're, you wear your, your tiredness as a war medal. And you put your phone up and your date goes, wow, I'm like 201st on his list or her list. So um, I think energy is currency. It's coin. And when you can master it or stoke the fire or or, or turn it on, but as you said, I think is your mother-in-law or your mother? My mom. <laughs> um, but a high energy person can tone it down, but a low yeah. energy person can't turn it up. So no, I can that's right. That's correct. I can go to a party. If I'm not truly engaged, because for whatever reason I'm not in the mood, I can turn it down and be a good listener for two hours. And some will say, I can't believe that guy is a speaker. He looks so quiet. Uh Uch is collecting stories for his next keynote. Oh, uh, nice. Be careful what you tell him. So I'll chill out and be quiet and just be a great listener. Hey, tell me more. What's going on with that? What's it? What's the one big? What's you know? What drive? What's your hard driving force? So, so I don't mind. I can turn it, tune it down, but not many low energy people can can turn it up. You know, like Stephen Wright, that comedian from the nineties, remember Stephen uh-huh. Wright? He was like that. He couldn't turn it up, like, but but Jim Carrey can turn it down. You know, uh, people can turn it down. Sure. So mm-hmm. tell me about superfoods. Um, superfoods are good. I'm a fan of superfoods. However, if you looked at um, an uh, the uh, the forty one hundred ingredients in an apple, beyond really? you know, pectin and vitamin C. There's forty one hundred. There's now we can act, we can break down by micro assay. There's actually forty one hundred uh, uh, um, enzymes and 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 uh, fibrous and minerals and vitamins in an apple. And if I didn't tell you what's an apple, and I just listed what it does, fiber dows the flames of inflammation. The, the apple seed in, in the annals of, psycho, uh, psych, annals of oncology shown that two apples a day helps you lessen the chance of breast oh, cancer. should I eat the seed? Uh, uh, no, no, not necessarily. Don't eat the seed. Okay. okay. <laughs> the, caveman, the caveman did. Your caveman, Alex. I gave would, my dog the seed. Nowadays, you don't eat the seed. <laughs> but if I just listed the benefits of an apple without telling you what it was, you go, ooch, is that a superfood? It's an apple. Like, wow, you really? Can break down, you, can break, you can break down anything and make it a superfood. So it's not just the acai berry. That's... If you and I never ate one in our lives, we'd still be healthy. And that's why I've heard some experts come on and someone's talking about the blue zones. And they said, what's the one way to get to 100? And this cardiologist, author, I'm not going to say his name, 
said the number one way to become a centenarian is to eat olive oil. I'm like, it's important, but it's not the only thing. Like right. anytime an expert says the one, one thing, thing, you're always proven wrong. You're always right. proven. So the reason why I get invited back to lecture is because I don't annoy anyone. I'll say <laughs> one of the best foods to weigh, one of the best ways to get to 100. There's many ways to get to 100, sure. one of the best. So, but when, when experts say the number one exercise you need for chest, the number one exercise you need to stop heart disease, you're oh, always- it's the bench wrong. press and the squat, baby. Yeah. And they're the always <laughs> moving wrong. Like uh, olive, olive oil. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. How about, how about, if I didn't have no, olive, olive oil. oil it's it. olive oil and it's uh, combined with, uh, um, what is that acid that we like? The You mentioned it last time. Ah, what is it? Eludes me. The vinegar. Oh, balsamic vinegar. No, not balsamic. The the oh, uh, crazy apple one. Apple cider vinegar? Yeah. Apple throw that vinegar. together. I'm just, I'm just teasing. Go ahead. Oh, for sure. Um, I don't know. If I didn't eat certain foods again, it wouldn't matter because- there's a thousand kinds of potatoes. There's a hundred really? species of apple. You know, there's seven kinds of mushroom. And every dentist, because we overthink, I always call it intellectual disease. They overthink. They always go, they'll, 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 I'll be speaking for six hours. You know, they'll come up, Dr. Riachi, I love your program. What's the best mushroom I can have? I'm like, you missed my whole concept, variety. No, but if there's one mushroom I could eat, who? it's like saying if there's one burr I could use, what burr do I need? Like, just... Smart people ask the, the, the dumbest questions like, what's the number one exercise you need to do? What's the one thing that's getting to 100? What's, well, there's well, you no know what's one interesting, way to have it. We talk about smart people. And then what, 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 what kind of came to me, and I've been working a lot on this uh, with one of my coaches that coaches me, is we have this, and it, it can be metaphorical, but there is some science behind it, is the right brain and left brain. Okay. And some people it's reversed. But the idea is, Symbolically, the left brain represents our analytical skills uh, and so on. And we we are very, dentists are very skilled at that. I'm a lawyer, MBA, grew up with a dentist. Uh, I've developed my intellect quite a bit. And also I learned that it was a great defense mechanism. I can spend time in my head using the intellect to avoid the emotion. Mm-hmm. So emotion will come more from the right side of the brain, more creativity, emotion, feeling. And, and that's something to be cultivated. So what happens is the reason why these smart people are asking these questions is uh, myself as one of them, uh, left brain, okay, left smart is it's, um, it's too much of, again, stuck on the logic. You're missing the point of what you're saying. Yeah. Instead of saying what I think Uchi said, we have to say what I felt he said. Mm-hmm. What did I feel is going on? And then you get the sense, the gestalt we can call it of it, right? As a gestalt. What's the what's the crutch of what you're saying? Moderation variety. Well, well, you and I, either the male brain or obviously we're both men talking here, but if as dentists or as smart people, we get lots of award for our logic, lots of award for memorizing. We do, and we do. Facts. and achievements. Uh, mm-hmm. But all the joy comes from emotion. Like if you're sure. over analytical as a spouse, you're not a fun guy to be around. When your no. four-year-old says, dad, what do you think of my drawing? Let me take a look at my loops on. You've seen here, you've missed out some shading there, Sage. So we're annoying. True. I remember, and I'm no longer, my wife and I are no longer are married, but uh, during our marriage counseling, the counselor said, Ooch, you get rewarded so much from your brain. Um, you, you're, you think too much. You're, you spend all your time in your head. You get rewarded. You get paid for being in your head. People hear you lecture and you're in your head. But she goes, in a marriage, you got to go from the heart. It's true. And, yeah, I know. I said, did you have a book on that? I said, <laughs> that uh, you funny. have a book on that. That's a good one. So uh, anyway, so, so anyway, one. so, so now we're no longer together, but I've realized now um, 
you know, letting it go. Thankful for all the marriage gave me, but letting go now, I've opened up my heart a lot more. Like in my new relationships, in my new relationship, I go by heart. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh my God, this is where, this is where uh, a girl or a, a girlfriend wants you to be in the heart. They want to hear the analyzing, logical, overthinking side. They want to know how you feel. And hey, I really feel good about this. Or I feel good about doing it. Where and, do we that's feel being, like that's being a complete human being is you got to get in touch with your emotion. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, often, you know, dentists are conditioned and rewarded not to. Right. And patients, and again, this goes back to your premise earlier, patients pick up on your your energy and there's this concept I know you're familiar with, Harvard studies, emotional intelligence. It's a greater predictor of success than intelligence. Mm-hmm. The dentists that do amazing, put aside their clinical, okay, yeah. are the ones that can relate to people. You feel mm-hmm. good around them. They care about you. They're intuitive. Yeah. They They are connected. And that's what we have to develop. We have to put in just as much time into not only business, but also our physical and mental and emotional capabilities, because that helps us. That's part of emotional intelligence, self-regulation. That helps us uh, work with people. (laughs) Team, which is the bane of most dentists' existence, is working with team and your patients. And you master it and you start saying, I look forward to my team. And I look forward to my patients. And when there's a problem, it's not a problem. It's an opportunity for growth and openness. So tell me, I have a few notes here as well about in terms of like action steps, in terms of in in the practice of sleep apnea, about what we need to know about that and sedentary patients on oral health. So uh, versus athletic ones. Sleep only because you you, you pressed on emotional intelligence and how there's a lot of homeless people. Um, they can even have high IQs, but if, if they have, they have good emotional intelligence, they'll no longer be homeless. So, um, they say, so Richard Branson has lots of emotional intelligence. So the more emotional intelligent you are, the more successful you are in relationships, the more successful sure. you are is presenting what you do. You're more convincing. You're better in sales. You're a better friend. You're better hanging out with someone like who wants to hang out with Sheldon. If you were to be stuck in an elevator for 20 hours, you know, Sheldon, uh, wouldn't be the guy you wanted to hang out with unless he's the guy that can help you get out. But for 20 hours, a shell that would drive you crazy. I want to go up with someone who makes me laugh and forget that I'm in, stuck in an elevator. So, But guess when emotional intelligence is most nurtured or stoked? When we're sleeping. So um, so emotional emotions are processed during REM sleep. So sleep researchers have said during REM, rapid eye movement sleep, which they said need about 100 minutes a night, um, emotions are processed. All You dilute or you process all the stories of the day. Uh, emotionally, you, you 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 tag team and tag them with past wisdom and teachings, and the brain can integrate them for long term learning. And that only happens during dreaming. And that's why alcohol is so bad for bed because alcohol you dream less. That's why shift workers are often fly off the handle. That's why alcoholics often fly off the handle. That's why people who don't sleep well have poor memories because also what happens during REM sleep is your body processes memory. So people often think dreaming is, oh, I don't know if I dream. Well, everyone dreams. They say on average, you'll dream about 100 minutes a night. But you need to dream 100 minutes, 85 to 100, just to have good emotional processing and good memory. So mm. if, if 70% of North Americans, 70% of patients, 70% of dentists aren't getting good sleep, guess what? Fly off the handle, triggered, poor memory, can't forget where they put their loops, all those things. So um, learning more about sleep is, is important. A patient falls asleep during a root canal, hey. Sleep debt. You know, you I, like, I like what you said here because 
instead of saying, oh, you have sleep apnea, we have to treat you. It's like, here's the importance of sleep, Mm -hmm. right? Besides the breathing issues, yes, but sleep, getting good sleep, which is our outcome. Yes, there's a physiological component as well, but there's also a a mental component, a happiness component, a functional component, that sleep is important. Mm -hmm. And and what I'm hearing from you too is, this was a nice thing that can happen, is dentists that are listening to this podcast and following Uchi is you're going to you're going to see how can I get better myself because I have to be an example mm-hmm. and then also bring it to the patients as a part of the holistic treating of a of a person okay mm-hmm. uh, versus I do see some people they get a little whack, wacky on this one thing and I do this and you have to do that and you're pushing make supplements I'm going to make it a, I make an appliance for you and you're like right. oh here it is the size yeah. of inner tube. You're missing, you're missing the point. People are there. Uh, my uncle, my whole family are doctors, doctors and dentists. I'm the black sheep. I'm the lawyer and MBA, but my uncle, who is my, my coach as well, I learned a lot from him. And he always said, he said, uh, my whole goal when I treat a patient is I want them to walk out with more energy than they came Mm -hmm. in with. Not only does he, he's a physician, but he treats not only their body, but also their mind. You know, he'll give them some breathing techniques and and, and mm. meditation, treating the individual as a whole. And, mm. you know, so I think that's very important uh, as as dentists are listening to action is start to integrate this into your life and sharing with your patients, making, you know, them better. It's not just going to the dentist. It's uh, well, more well, energy, more health. Well, we're treatment focused, right? We're solution focused. It's like men are so annoying to women because when when if a woman will talk about their day and their problems. Men want to solve the problem. You know, you know men are cars and men want true. to solve the problem. This is hey, true. Here's what you got to do. We're going to, we're going to tell your dentist you want to raise, and then we're, oh, we're going to buy, get a new office. And, and um, I just want you to listen to me. I just need someone to listen. You're like, no, no, we got to solve this problem right now. We're going to phone that dentist. Where's it? So um, that's the emotional intelligence part of it. But a big part of that is, though, is, is we don't, solving is not what the patient wants. Listen. Um, have your solution tied into what they want most. True. I got a patient who's losing testosterone, soft around the belly, skinny arms, skinny legs, no mojo. He's not sleeping well. He snores, doesn't want to get a sleep study. But if I can tie in growth hormone, testosterone to his poor sleep, now he's interested. So you, you, I have, I'd have more growth hormone, testosterone if I went to go into bed on time and got good sleep. I got to just book my sleep. That's my book, my sleep and, study. And that's part of emotional intelligence is we have to, when we're talking with patients or anybody, we have to know where they're at. Like mm-hmm. with Uchi and me, we can go to the deep end. we have a lot of fun. But some people don't speak this language. And we have to, like you said, we have to bring it down, not just energy, but also uh, to their worldview. Some people mm-hmm. aren't going to go for supplements or something, but you have to listen. But it's mm-hmm. nice when a doctor, one of the biggest issues I see with, with all doctors, dentists and others, is that this is what I do. You know, even if I'm periodontist, I only do this. I'm not aware of anything else in the, in the universe. You know, now also as a dentist, you don't want to be, I do everything. You know, I also yeah. do Botox. Good, well, you could. Yeah. But yeah. The, the, the situation is you do what you do, you do it well, but it's good to know about other things so mm-hmm. that you can have a holistic, you're working with a person, a human being. Like you mentioned <laughs> uh, on the last episode about doctors just flooding vulnerable patients with antibiotics and killing their, their, their biome and their ability to to fight off issues and not being aware that yes you should take a probiotic or other activities to counteract the tox toxins you're taking in 
Like, duh, be aware of it. You know, you'll yeah. go to a dentist and say, I'm not a nutritionist. I don't know. How difficult is this? You know, take a few courses with you. Just get a general understanding. So like you said, at least you can speak. I don't know, but I'm aware of this. Check it out. So that or, or you can say, or you can literally say just, um, his, I'm giving you clindamycin, which is a very well-known antibiotic that messes with the biome. So it's, it's one of the biggest antibiotics that cause C. difficile overgrowth. If you don't know about probiotics and said, I read about probiotics and I just heard online, it may not be needed. Um, talk to your pharmacist, the oh, best idea. way to stabilize your gut during the clindamycin. Now you come across like a very humble, That's big, standing doctor saying, talk to the pharmacist. And they will say, a pharmacist will say, if, if a dentist doesn't mention uh, um, how to combat stomach distress with, the pro- uh, with an antibiotic, the pharmacist will say, uh, uh, and not, you don't need a probiotic, just have yogurt, plain yogurt every day for the next seven days. Uh, or kefir or kefir. So sure. there's other things other than probiotics. And but just to admit that there's this this might cause some distress. Um, and you can tell a patient, um, almost half of the circulating um, metabolites in your body are they need a good good bi- stomach biome balance. Uh, my amoxicillin might upset. So let why don't you ask the pharmacist what's the best for you so you can have the least amount of stomach distress. Now the patient goes, wow, I've been taking antibiotics for thirty years and no doctor has ever told me. You know what? I'm going to tell my sister to come to you because it, my sister dentist, all, all she wants to do is veneers. She never talks about total body health. I'm like, yeah, integrative wellness is so attractive. Patients love being looked at from head to toe. You know, periodontists, all I do is CGT or guided therapy. All I do is put implants in. Uh, how about just chewing function so I can digest and absorb nutrients and, better and, and slow down the aging process? And that's how you you stand out when you, when you, you, because look, everybody's doing this level. You have to do something different to stand out. And and again, treating people as individuals. And I like what you said, without ego, without that you are know-it-all, just you may want to consider this. And when you do get catch something, oh my God, because if you do a decent job, they may come back, but they're not going to write reviews. They're not going to refer. But if you stand out and do something outside the box, that really stands out for them. And let me ask you this, Uch, before we, we, we wrap this up, the stress. Give me some tips on how can we reduce stress for ourselves and our patients? Any <laughs> ideas or thoughts? Uh, uh, no, great question. It's, it's, it, you know, this post-pandemic world, which is going to last a, a decade or more. People, I, I, th- I myself thought we'd get back to normal in seven days. You know, one good long weekend, and I thought I'd be back to pre-pandemic, but it's, it's not that way. So stress has a bad reputation because you and I need stress even to get up in the morning. Cortisol moves up and down naturally in the day cycles to help us get up, get up in the morning. It also goes down at certain points to help us quieten down and, and replenish. But, but many of us try and avoid stress completely. But this whole cold plunge is, in, is getting stressed. Fasting is, is stressful to your body. Exercising is a stress to your body. Doing, learning a new language is a stress. Cooking with a different style of cooking, Korean food, is a stress to your cooking ability. So all stress isn't bad. But too much new, newness. Too many things, having four personal trainers, you know, opening up the 20th office and not delegating because you want to fix everyone as a dentist. Then now you're going to have um, adrenal fatigue. Uh, the body is going to be in chronically inflamed, accelerated aging, poor sleep, fat deposition around the midsection, skinny legs, low testosterone, erectile dysfunction if you're a male dentist. Okay. So all these things happen with, with too much stress. So um, there's many different things to, 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 to look at balancing stress. One is, is to get to bed on time. The body um, almost it it uh, 
you process emotion at nighttime. So getting seven to nine hours is good to process emotion. The breath, I, as I would say, in a nutshell, changing how you breathe is the easiest way to go from sympathetic dominance to parasympathetic. So anyone who's parasympathetic in their conversation or in their treatment has to, can rest and look back at past wisdom in the middle of a debate or a discussion or an argument. People who are sympathetically dominant, all they can do is attack like a bull. And you all know bulls can be, you can move out of the way and the bull goes by. <laughs> if you want to be that guy that can wax and wane, whether it's in the court of law or as he said, you got that law background, is to have your parasympathetic nervous system firing, which means you get out of the, the dominant sympathetic one and inhale. Right away, you, you harmonize the vagus nerve and you go mm -hmm. to parasympathetic. And now not only do you look smarter and you look like you're listening, you have access to a memory or a point you are trying to make or something in the sure. debate. equanimity. So, in, in, inhaling through the nose is the easiest way to diffuse uh, uh, a, 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 a tyrannical moment of looking like an idiot on a closed eye television camera at, at Walmart trying to get your money back. You know, you know what? I, I know I don't have the, the, the receipt. Can I just get a store credit? Oh, we can do that instead of fighting her because I'm a doctor yeah. of dental surgery. You know, like, <laughs> you know who I am. And, I own also, 72 offices. <laughs> and breathing through the, the belly. Yeah, breathing, massages, the, the vagus mm, nerve. So sure. hard to do in the beginning, hard to do, but anything hard to do could be worth doing if it brings you to another level of uh, uh, enlightenment or engagement. Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. Good question. And, and, and these are all, all like I said, I, there's a lot we covered and, right. and there's a lot more out there. And mm -hmm. it's just little by little, it's incremental improvement. And it's interesting, the compound effect that you can do damage to your body or healing to your body little by little. And yeah. often you don't see it, like we talked about too before, until you have a disease, dis-ease that occurs and the opposite is true. You can heal, but it's it's basically, I love habits. If you do have, and, and our mind loves habits. It loves yeah. just, and you start to install them and do it little by little over and over and over again. Uh, it, it's amazing the effects that, that can occur. So, uh, Dr. Uchi, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And let me just put, uh, as I mentioned, there's a few resources. Let's say mm -hmm. I can remember these. We have Instagram. We'll put a link there and you can direct yes. message Uchi. We also yeah. have your website for any conferences yeah. where you're speaking to interact yeah. with you. Uh, yeah. I know you have some retreats coming up. They can do that. Say hello to you at the conference. We'll put all those those ways to find you. I know you want to give people your numbers and all that. I'll You can do that your own time. Again, like I said, my people yeah. will go after you. You're so fun. Uh, mm -hmm. and yeah, just thank you so much for being on, on the program. Yeah. I love sharing great questions. Alex, that you, you, you inspired and you, you brought a better part of Uchi out. So thank you for your uh, energy yourself. Oh, what an honor. Well, thank you everybody for listening and remember to follow us on Apple podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube, get the episodes as they are released and share with your friends until next time, go out there and be an all-star. We hope you enjoyed this episode of dental all-stars. Visit us online at allstardentalacademy.com.